Martin. You're listening to the Music Millionaires Radio and Podcast Show, broadcasting internationally on multiple platforms throughout the world. Statements and opinions made by guests on Music Millionaires Radio are not to be considered as endorsed by sponsors or affiliate and networks. Any rebroadcast or reproduction of this podcast without the written consent of Music Millionaires is strictly prohibited. Get ready for a day or night filled with information into the music business, your favorite artists, new releases, or production tips or ideas. If there is something we think will help you as a fan or musician, you'll find it on this show. That includes YouTube tips as well. And I'm your host, SG1, from The Peacemakers. So stay tuned, sit back, and relax, and get ready for this episode. And who didn't? Rappers. Rappers are the new rock stars who are, feel great, comfortable, unapologetic, and flip you off when you say, you like my house? They throw money on the screen and they're rock stars. That was um, Kiss Gene Simmons talking about how rappers have become the new rock stars. And we're going to delve a little bit deeper into that um, later on in this podcast. Uh, and it sort of sets the tone for um, my next subject. Uh, if you're just finding out, uh, rapper Triple X Tentacion, <laughs> he said it in a Spanish accent, um, died yesterday. Uh, he was shot in Miami, um, based on an attempted robbery from what I've gathered. Um, and it leads me to say, do, is there a price to pay these days for young rappers, musicians, millennials in the music industry. And this is, is so pivotal to you guys in your music career because these are things you now have to worry about. Um, I hate to say this was predictive or predictive programming in my one of my previous podcasts and a YouTube video that I just recently did where I was asking you guys to reach out for me to... Um, Takashi 69 or, or, or any of these guys so I can have a sit down with them to talk about how powerful they are. Um, it's truly disappointing, guys. I mean, when I heard, I was very disappointed. I was hurt. I never met the young brother, but I was hurt because, firstly, he's from Florida, uh, like myself, and he's from Miami. Um, not only that, he's 20 years old, and I'll just be honest with you, you know, it affected me because last year when I took a break from YouTube guys um my son killed my security guard my best friend and I witnessed it and um it put me in a bad place for a long time and um to hear this brother was 20 years old some kind of way affected me um because, of course, again, I don't think anyone should lose their life, especially for what they've earned. Now, let me give you the backstory. Of course, he became even more popular when he had a issue with domestic violence with his pregnant girlfriend, and he was set to um, stand trial, I think, sometime in the immediate future. Um, so he didn't necessarily have a great track record, um, but nevertheless, 
it doesn't mean he should have died. Um, but the, the crazy part about this is it is so, it is so, what's the word I'm looking for? It reminds me of the Tupac situation with predicting your own death because um, in a recent, I think it was an Instagram video he did, maybe even the same day, you guys could let me know. But um, I think he said, and I quote, um, if worse things come to worse and if I die or something uh, and I'm not able to see out my dreams, at least I want to know that the children or kids perceived my message and were able to make something of that themselves and be able to take my message and use it and turn it into something positive. Now, that goes hand in hand with um, Takashi 69 who um, was affected by his young brother's death because they constantly communicated from what I gather. And... Um, you know, he said he was a positive person, and that's the premise that I am getting from all of these statements and Instagram posts that you're seeing from celebrities right now, um, that he was pretty much a positive person. Now, even though he was um, controversial, um, due to several situations, i.e., you know, the domestic, domestic violence against his girlfriend and then a interview that he had done on No Jumper podcast where he talked about um, beating this uh, homosexual guy um, and that left a bad name for him amongst the LBG, oh, damn, did I say it wrong, LBG. TQ community and I'm not trying to be funny it's just so many different <laughs> letters in it now that you got to try to remember all of it because if not you are bashing or a hater however you know he left a um, bad tasting people mouth when he talked about how he beat up this homosexual guy in jail even though he clarified he's not homophobic and all these different things. Um, but, matter of fact, let's just play the clip from the original podcast. What people like. You feel me? If, if, if you like guys, then that's by far, that's you. You get me? Mm. I, I don't disapprove of it. I approve of it. Like, it, I believe gay marriage should be legal because any man or any woman should be allowed to make the decision they want. I'm with you, yeah. Exactly. exactly. I'm, I am not homosexual. I am not homophobic. So if a if a homo if a homo uh, homosexual man is around me, I will not act like a fucking prick. You know, I'm not gonna act like a piece of shit and be like, oh, he's a faggot. I don't want him. But if he tries to rape you, but in if jail. he tries to rape me, I'm gonna <laughs> okay. bash his skull. That, that that to me is where you cross the line. Exactly yeah. the so, rape thing. Yeah. Okay. For me, I, I've got gay friends. I, I know gay people. Gay people are cool. Gay you're people, in the music industry now. You're gonna meet a lot more. Yeah. <laughs> the officers. A lot of niggas came in there trying to disrespect the officers. I was never that guy. So they came to me after they kicked him out his room and asked them asked me. If they could put him in my room. And I looked at them and I laughed. And I was like, y'all could put him in my room. But if he does anything I, dis like, I disapprove of, I'm going to kill him. And I'm not going to give you any warning. Like, and I said it just like that. And mm -hmm. I, put it on, I put it on my life. I said it like that. And they was like, all right, that's fine. As long as he don't touch you, you shouldn't have to put your hands on him. And I was like, all right, that's fine. So 
what he did. Like, yeah, you I just felt that. He, bro, he was just, no, nah, he was just staring, bro. He, I was naked, bro. Like, he was staring at me, you feel me? So I start strangling, like, I'm strangling him, like, and he's, like, leaking, leaking, leaking type shit. And I'm strangling him so he doesn't scream. So I'm strangling him, and, like, I'm about to kill this nigga, you feel me? Right. And then, luckily, to my luck, luckily, because I wouldn't be here today, I wouldn't be speaking to you, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be as far as I was, you feel me? I wouldn't be successful. Luckily, a guard came over. And saw while saw that I was standing over his bed, but he didn't see what I was doing. You feel me? So, I miss the luck. Like I'm, I'm strangling this nigga. You feel me? I'm trying to keep him quiet. I miss my, like I miss his luck. This nigga screams out, and he hears him. So like I got his. Now, you know, that was just a brief snippet of the interview, but the rapper Triple X, excuse me, um, whose real name was uh, Jase Onfroy, um, was gunned down in Broward County, and um, he was leaving the uh, motorsports store roughly around 4 p.m., uh, and the report says that uh, two men in a dark SUV shot and killed him. Um, but from that, they're basing it or trying to say it was a robbery. I'm not clear how you can um, surmise that it was a robbery based on two men that rolled up on him and basically created a drive-by shooting and shot and killed him. Um, but that's what <laughs> Broward police is saying, you know, so we'll figure out, man, what's going on, I guess, eventually. It is just so hurting to hear about this brother's death, especially not even like two days ago. And I don't even know you're familiar with, there was a issue with Triple um, X and Spotify and Spotify had taken down his music from their featured playlists and it was a whole bunch of stuff you guys can Google I don't want to get into it but the ominous part about it all is that this brother just went double platinum like three days ago with one of his singles called Sad and it goes right back to what I said, right? That when you die, the record labels, the media outlets, they make all the money. They make all of the money. And it's just real hurting, guys, man. It's just, it's real hurting because I understand how this game works. I understand how monetization works i understand how much excuse me much more money you are worth dead than you are alive to these record labels to these media outlets and it's exactly what i told you guys before stay tuned man we'll be right back if i'm gonna die or ever be a sacrifice i want to make sure that my life made at least five million kids happy this generation will be loved nurtured heard and understood.
Cut the right corner so nobody sees you. Turn off your phone. Leave it at home so nobody can trace you. Now, if you haven't heard, we was talking about Triple um, X Tentacion. That's how the young brother said his name, and that's how he liked it to be said. And his untimely death at the age of 20 um, in Miami, Broward County. Uh, actually, one of my favorite places in Florida, even though I was born in Tampa. But he lost his life um, supposedly to a robbery or attempted robbery even though there is no more evidence or anything else supporting that theory um, from the Broward County Sheriff Department or police um, force but um, as I was saying to you before we took a break um, the brother just went double platinum for one of his songs sad and here's the point that I was making when I was talking to you guys on YouTube um, about the media outlets. You know who was basically the first media outlet to report his death? Can you guys guess? Come on. Come on. If it's not World Star, who else was it? TMZ. And like these, you know, I'm all about getting your money. And I, you know, no, I know Harvey as a lawyer and as a, um, media outlet, you know, he has to report the news. His company is support is supposed to support the news, and it's always been a thing. The first person who mentions it gets all of the viral views and the money from advertising dollars. Because if there is twenty million people coming to the website to read about this brother's death, then you know, there's uh, that 10% chance that those 20 million will click on an ad. So is it really about reporting the brother's death or is it really about getting the advertising dollars and monetizing this brother's death? And that's the thing that I've been sharing with you guys, that even though this is truly a tragedy, and like I said to you, I have a a personal connection to this situation due to my situation that happened last year um how does it become about money you know and and it's it's a sad situation but it's true if you just look at it for what it is his brother was 20 years old he lost his life you can never get that back um his family has his mother has lost a son um which i can definitely relate to um, hey guys, I'll be right back, man.
Fahrzeug. Thank you so much. I'm I'm back. Had to get take a moment for myself. Um, just recalling a lot of stuff, man. Just recalling a lot of stuff. And uh, again, it's it's just so crazy. I've never met this brother. I wish that I could have. But just the connection that seems to come from this to me. Um, because my daughter told me, my 12-year-old daughter was like, yeah, dad, you know, Triple um, X died. And she said she saw the video. And I was like, you watched that? And she was like, yeah, you know. And I immediately thought about how numb our children are to death. You know, this music industry is opening our children up to... A future to well where they'll see someone get shot or be dying and be numb to it and that scares me that scares me because you guys know how I feel about the music industry and you know that I tell you that music is life but music is becoming death as well and music is death that's a part of the cycle of life I give it I get it. I I completely understand. There's nothing I can do about it. Nothing we can do about it. It's it's just a part of the cycle. But it scares me because as a father, you want to shield your children from so much. You know, you want to shield them from that life. That's what this whole thing is about. You know, music millionaires. It's the premise of where. Uh, hopefully all you guys will be, but if not, some of you will be, and you can provide a better life for your children, given whatever your circumstances, and it may not be a bad circumstance, you may not be living in the slums, you may not be living in the hood, you know what I mean, you may not be hearing gunshots every day or every night, but maybe you are, right? So, you know, this is supposed to be that outlet, that's what all these teachings and lessons and this whole thing is about even this podcast um and it's just scary it's just scary it's scary that our children are being uh what's the word they are being subjected and they are also being predicted those being predictive programmed to just accept this stuff you know it's it's cool now just to snuff out of life um because you know you're a savage you're a goat you know what i'm saying even though the goat has always been symbolic of the goat of basmuth which is supposed to be lucifer the devil right but now it's a terminology being used and our children are proclaiming their religious belief in god yet they are naming themselves after the devil <laughs> oh my god this is crazy but the brother lost his life man and so in respect and honor to this young millionaire this uh great influencer wanted to recognize him and pay homage to triple x um who lost his life seemingly for nothing 
because I don't know what he was robbed of or what they took from him except for his life. Guys, I really want you to think about that. While you are searching for success in the music industry, you become a target. And if we have seen nothing else, and if my emotional cries to you guys about taking this serious and being careful and watching these young brothers who are music moguls make and set their careers in stone, if you've got nothing else from me, man, I hope you got the love and passion I have for you guys to just be paying attention to what is going on. And um, it's just leading me to just change directions with this whole course thing and educating you guys in the music business. Maybe you need to be focused on something that's not going to make you famous and popular. Maybe you guys need to be low-key famous and popular or undercover millionaires. Maybe I should change the channel to that. But um, either way, um, salute to the brother. Um, I'm sending prayers out to his family. And um, I'm hoping that, you know, he, he has a great homecoming ceremony amongst his ancestors. And um, that he keeps doing his thing in the afterlife. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Everybody's exactly in the same KISS business as KISS is in. We just do it a zillion times bigger. Everybody goes out on tour and sells T-shirts. You're in the KISS business, baby. See, it's, when you buy a T-shirt, you don't get music. You're in the licensing and merchandising business. The fact, the only thing everybody's complaining about... R.E.M. and Thing and punk bands and thrash bands, although there are no more of those. Whatever you want, a death metal band, eh, we're not like Kiss. Yes, you are. You're goddamn straight you are. Johnny Rodden, Johnny Lydon, who has always been straight up about it. Yeah, I know. He's very honest. Very honest. This sucks. You better pay me money, and that's life. We're all exactly the fuck the same. And anybody that tells you that they want less money in life, be suspicious of this person. This is a liar. Everybody wants more money. I just want enough money. You're full of shit. It's never enough. You know when, you're, when it's enough? When you're dead. That's when it's enough. <laughs> um, what is your involvement in the music industry at this point? I support new bands, um, but there's no more record industry. I went on record initially uh, when Kazaa and the, you know, all the download sites went on, this is robbery, this will kill the music industry, you will all be sorry. The record industries are just about to roll over and die. The entire industry is in chaos because anything you give away for free will come back and fuck you up. The biggest music on earth is rap music because rockers stopped acting like rock stars. You didn't want to show people that you had big houses. You didn't want to show them that you were surrounded by beautiful women with big tits, which we all love. Don't kid yourself. You wouldn't wear your jewelry. You didn't want to drive around your fast cars. And we started to look like bums. And who didn't? Rappers. Rappers are the new rock stars who are, feel great, comfortable, unapologetic, and flip you off when you see, you like my house? They throw money on the screen. They're rock stars. 
We want our rock stars to be unlike ordinary people. Well, the rock stars became ordinary people. The record industry sucked and rolled over, wasn't litigious. You'll only get the respect you demand. They didn't go after all those college kids, hundreds of thousands, and wipe them off the face of the earth for infringing on artists' rights. The record industry is dead because of the fans. They killed it. And what you have now is chaos because that happened. And so what's going on with New Band? So what do you think, guys? Do you think Gene Simmons had a valid point? Do you think he took it to the extreme? Do you think it was eventual? It was just music evolution, that it was eventually going to happen and there was nothing no one can do about it due to technology. Um, I, I just recently did. I think my last podcast was about AI. You know, um, this this particular interview he did was a couple years ago um but it was his views it was his thought process and he, he just not he didn't just talk about um the fans killing the industry um but he also talked about um rock stars you know rock and roll uh, musicians and um how they they're basically losing to rappers you know um and I can see that. I can really see that. I can see the evolution in music and how now everything is encompassing rap. You know, the country music industry was the first ones to really jump on and catch on. You know, they were like, look here, you're not going to leave us out of this here, partner. And that's my cowboy voice, I guess. <laughs> um, but they, they, Incorporated elements of R&B and rap and things of that nature. Do you think um, rock and roll should have continued that hmm, evolutionary process as well? When you know, if you remember a while ago, it was Run DMC that they had done a song with. Who was it that Run DMC? It was called Walk This Way. Who was that, guys? Tell me in the chat section below uh, for my YouTube watchers, what song? No, it was it was Walk This Way with Run DMC and what rock and roll band? Tell me if you guys remember. All right. Um, but in one token, I think he has a great point. I also think that as smart as Gene Simmons is and as long as he's been in the music business, pronounce and enunciate SG, <laughs> that he is smart enough to know and see what was going to happen. Now, on the flip side of that, let me tell you something. I... I've always respected the music industry and the executives inside of it that makes it happen. Okay. I've always respected them. However, um, there's a person, um, some people pronounce his name is liar Cohen or Lior. However, uh, if you're not familiar with Lior, he is monumental behind a lot of music. Um, he's an entertainment lawyer originally, yet he's also an entertainment investor but he said something so monumental that plays such a large part in what i've been teaching you guys and been wanting to teach you guys and for the most part he said the world is yours 
And um, that same technology that Gene Simmons was talking about now is being looked at in a way that is empowering, empowering, empower. I sound like Elmer Fudge this morning, guys. What the hell is going on? Empowering. Damn it, I can't see it. You know what I'm saying, though, right? <laughs> and uh, that, that same technology that Gene Simmons is talking about is now empowering you guys. And then my voice will crack when I said it right this time. But it's um, putting you guys in a better situation, which is why we have to take um, advantage of this. But I want to play a, a clip of um, Leora uh, Cohen's statement that I found so monumental. Here it is. So... I don't know if you read the recent report of the, of the RIAA, oh, no. where for the first time in 18 years, the business has grown. Yeah. Mm. I'm telling you and I'm telling everybody that listens, mm. if you're an entrepreneur and you want to get into a great business, not a good business, and get papered up, get into the music business, the record business. For the last two decades, the business has been shrinking and consolidating. So there are no Def Jams, no islands, no Motowns, no A&Ms, no Chrysalises. This is the moment in time I've never seen a more fertile business environment as it is today. Mm -hmm. So your listeners, I, I know they love the nostalgia and, and, and the fun that you guys have, but all serious, uh, uh, all jokes aside, I do want to leave you and your, your, your viewership with the absolute clarity that what better business that you can go tonight and record someone, ship it the next day, all around the world at zero cost. No manufacturing costs, no shipping costs, no obsolescence, no inventory, no everything. Digital and inexpensive and very efficient. Remember, we used to make videos that cost us money to promote our songs? Listen, this is my time now. I have to plug DistroKid. You guys think I'd be joking. You just heard it from Lior Cohen, one of the most legendary music execs in the music industry, okay? And he just talked about how easy you guys have it. And if you're on YouTube, it's always in the description. I've always left Distro Kid in the description. And people be like, oh, you're plugging in, you're plugging in, plugging in. You know, they're paying you. No, it's not about them just paying me, okay? It is about a truth, a fact. There is no Excuse me, no one cheaper, no one faster who does it the way Distro Kid have it. And guys, if you don't do nothing else, sign up and get your music out there. You just heard it out of this man's mouth. And you guys think I'm joking. You're going to sit around here, you're going to mess around here, and you're going to miss the opportunity. Something's going to happen. Prices are going to go up. It's going to be non-affordable, or they're going to stop the service altogether later on, or they're going to make it exclusive to certain people. I don't know what's going to happen, but you guys better take advantage of Distro Kid right now. I mean that. Right now, stop what you're doing. Go right down to the description in this video, this podcast, while we're listening, and use Distro Kid because you just heard it come out this man's mouth. Now, besides that, 
that was so powerful to me okay that was that was a very powerful moment but what i want to say to you guys and always is this no matter what i teach you no matter what i teach you about the music business publishing mechanical license sync license and marketing um um thumbnails banners artwork um contracts uh, agreements, exclusive agreements, YouTube. I don't care what I'm teaching you. Let me give you something because none of it matters. None of it matters. None of it matters if you don't have one simple thing, an outlet to sell your music. And I mean that. So for music producers, if you don't have a client, a rapper, someone that's going to buy your music from you, it doesn't mean anything. For bands, for musicians, if you don't have a fan base, to purchase your music or listen or stream your music it doesn't matter and that's the thing i've been trying to really get you guys to understand that no matter how much um technology we have and no matter how much the scale has tipped in your favor as musicians that if you do not understand the one basic premise and and principle behind acquiring a clientele base or acquiring fans None of it matters. You're sitting on an endless catalog and no one is listening to it. Okay. And if you have a catalog and you have a bunch of music, people should be listening to your music. The, the thing that hurts us the most is that we have an expectation of music. We think that we have this great music and we put in all this work and effort and that the uh, music fairies are going to make us popular. We're going to go to the Grammys and we're going to we're going to sell and go triple platinum and all those other things. And that's false. It's false. You have to know the music business and you have to understand again that this is a music business. And one of the things that you really have to gather and get is that your success depends on you. But your success has to be a realistic success. You have to understand the ins and out of the music business. You have to expect the unexpected. But more than anything, you have to have people that you can relate to. Your music has to be relatable. And you have to go out and make people relate to you. And how you're going to do that real simply is build relationships with potential fans. Be relatable. Start going out and building that relationship in these forums and you're spending all this time on Facebook, you're spending all this time on Instagram, you're doing all this stuff, okay, be relatable, okay, don't be unrelatable, build your fan base up, man, but more than anything, understand the music business and, and we're going to talk about that so much more and so much deeper uh, as we go along in this journey that we call Music Millionaires and um, I want to share with you guys something because I don't think I ever shared this with you. The whole idea of music millionaires is not that you guys are actually music millionaires, that you have to see it before it happens. It's the premise, guys. It's the predictive programming that I'm putting into your minds as you subscribe to this channel. You are a music millionaire and you just, that's why I like you guys to see the name all the time. That's why I keep pushing it every time I open up with my YouTube videos. It is about music millionaires because I figure if you say it enough, you believe it enough, then eventually you will make it happen. But you have to put, you have to do predictive programming on yourself. So music millionaires is the idea, it's the premise that you guys will become what you've been wanting the most, which is a music millionaire so that you can live your life accordingly and live successfully and do the things you want to do all while uh, fulfilling your dreams and your passion for music you know so i'm hoping you guys catching on and really feeling that anyway man I really really appreciate you guys always chiming in on youtube and all of your statements and comments that you have and that you leave i appreciate every comment made i appreciate 
all of the the gratitude that you guys give all the love that you guys give i appreciate you guys being there for me um through everything you know I mean from deaths and personal tragedies in my life to little simplistic things that go on that uh, many of you probably like dude you really tripping over a horse right now yes i trip over my horse As a matter of fact i just had to slaughter one of my lambs she she passed away yesterday from heat exhaustion so i had to literally butch, butcher her before the meat went bad but you know i had a, i had a bond with that lamb because i wanted her to produce more babies for me but see that's what i'm saying you guys <laughs> you guys are, are are really in tune with me <clears throat> and you're in tune with my life because really what i'm telling you is that I still have a life. I'm, you know, I, I, I live, breathe, eat music. My children love music. They're all into it. I'm constantly hearing them sing, rap, produce, you know, all of these different things. So I have to have music in my life constantly. But also, I'm a human being. I, I also have a passion for things that I like to do. But I'm able to do it because of my success in the music business. And that's what I want you guys to really get more than anything. That I'm able to live my life and do the things that I love based on my success in the music industry. And that's what I hope you're able to do as well. Now, uh, I apologize that this podcast was so short and that its main focus was on the young rapper passing away. But again, I want to just delve into that because I just talked about that a couple of weeks ago. Um, and basically predicted an incident like this happening i'm just glad it wasn't a rapper on rapper um type situation um however again my apologies for this podcast being so short i'm trying to make my podcast a little bit longer i've reached out to several different people in my camp and team that i want to do some interviews on man and um hopefully they can shed some light with you guys when it comes to the music industry and who knows you know um you might just learn something in the midst of it. Again, guys, appreciate you guys. Love you all. You know what I'm going to say. Music is life. And don't forget that if you have listened to this podcast on YouTube, need you to subscribe, subscribe, <laughs> and click the bell notification. I'm getting ready to go drink some water because I normally have some water in here by now. And I'm I'm just mumble mouth like a mug today, man. I'm just like messing up all kind of words and everything. But anyway, guys, music is life. Love you guys. Don't forget to comment in this chat. Let me know other topics that you guys might want to talk about. And don't be scared to reach out to me, guys, at musicmillionaires at gmail.com. If you have any questions or you need answers to certain things, I do try and make myself available. Maybe not all the time, but when I am online and I do have time, I'll answer some of your questions. Anyway, guys, SG1 here with the Peacemakers and Music Millionaires podcast. Just want to say music is life. We out.